The show starts in three, two, one, go. Liberalism is back in style. Welcome to the evolution. What if you knew Fox News was just lying to you? How could you watch when you know? He was voted Variety Entertainer of the Year in the Excellence in the Arts Award. And it's one of the highest Arbitron, now Nielsen-rated talk radio hosts in Las Vegas. He is also a refreshing voice of logic and reason. Live from the entertainment capital of the world, Doug Basham. I know words, I have the best words. I love the poorly educated. Right under the toilet. And good morning, my fellow wokes and Republican jokes. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Doug Basham, and welcome to the Doug Basham Show right here on KSHP in Las Vegas and on social media, and to a genuine demonstration of excellence in broadcasting. Bah. The website is DougBasham.com, last name spelled B as in Bob, A-S-H-A-M as in Mary, DougBasham.com, my email, Doug at DougBasham.com. If you are new to this show, welcome, and here's all you need to know. My website is one page, the logo's at the top. Underneath the logo, you'll find links to everything associated with this show, including links to all the social media sites on which we broadcast this show live. But the only one you really need is click on the YouTube icon. Once there, click on the link that says live. There, you can watch the show live or you can view the archive shows. Two clicks, that's it. And while you're there, if you could manage a third click and click on the subscribe link, I would be grateful. 221-7283 is our call-in number here at the station. Folks, if you want to talk on the radio in our second hour, second half hour, getting greedy, that's 702-221-SAVE, as in Save Our Democracy, which is our ultimate and only goal in each and every show we do. So for the love of Pete, whoever Pete may be, lock him up. Couple quick things before we get smarter. First and foremost, I really want to thank my YouTubers, meaning those who watch this show on YouTube. Thank you for letting us know that the audio of the first phone call we took yesterday wasn't being streamed. Apparently, one of the engineers came in here the night before, did some work in the studio, and something happened and changed in the process. But you got to keep in mind, this is a radio show first, and my board opping machine Justin has many radio-related things he has to monitor, like getting the show on the air, keeping it on the air, monitoring sound levels, not to mention deal with me holding up a ton of cue cards signaling a clip is coming up I want played. So after you notified us on YouTube, Justin divorced himself from his radio duties momentarily, got to work, analyzed what the problem was, and fixed it. 
Now, the audio of that phone call did go out over the radio airwaves, just not on social media. But because we're a radio show first, we might not have known the audio wasn't being streamed on social media if you hadn't notified us that it wasn't. So thank you again from the heart of my bottom. Second, I have a follow-up to a story I've been all over, like my dear beloved mother used to say, like ugly on an ape or stink on a skunk. Namely, the fake electors conspiracy, which is the foundation for Fonnie Willis's RICO case in Georgia. And one question we have asked multiple times is, why is Georgia the only state? Why not Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania, New Mexico, Wisconsin, and of course, Nevada? Now, we can dismiss both Pennsylvania and New Mexico because those liars wrote a disclaimer into their document that they would only be seated if the election was legitimately disputed. I also read that New Mexico referred their investigations up the ladder to federal prosecutors, but I'm guessing no action will be taken with those fake electors in those two states because of that caveat they gave themselves. But hey, credit where credit is due. They were part of the Orange Cankers criminal enterprise and conspiracy, but they protected themselves. Unlike the other five states whose fake electors stated flat out that they were the duly elected and qualified electors when they weren't. So that left Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Nevada. Since then, Michigan has indicted 16 fake electors, which leaves Wisconsin, Arizona, and Nevada. In Wisconsin, the Democratic Attorney General Josh Call has not said whether his office is investigating the state's 10 fake electors for potential state law violations. Although there is a, a civil lawsuit against that alternative slate, and it is moving forward. Most recent story I have on that, the defendants, the fake electors, tried to have the case dismissed, and a county judge rejected their request. That trial is scheduled to take place sometime next year, they say, right before the 2024 election. So, that leaves Arizona and Nevada. Shortly after I went back on the air the 1st of August, I played you this clip from Arizona's Attorney General Chris Mays. We absolutely have to be vigilant going forward into 2024. This really is about protecting American democracy uh, into the future. Uh, these candidates are not going to stop. They're not going to stop trying to undermine and create doubt in the minds of voters about our elections, which are safe and absolutely very well run. One of the things that I'm going to do as attorney general is we are going to protect our elections officials against threats of, of violence, death threats, which they received, as you know, Ali, during this uh, last election cycle. We are going to make sure that we protect the right of Arizonans to, to, to access the ballot box. And we are uh, we are also going to make sure that we protect vote by mail, which the Republicans wanted to eliminate but 90% of Arizonans Jews. We have to make sure that it is uh, clear to everyone that it's unacceptable 
to try to steal an election, to try to undermine and overthrow an election. And that's what happened in 2020. And I've said that as attorney general, I will investigate the fake electors. We just have to make sure that what happened in 2020 never happens again. We also have to reach out to Republicans. We have to come together and we have to work on the issues that actually matter to Arizonans. And while I love most of what Chris Mays just said, I have to disagree with her last statement. We have to reach out to Republicans. Why? They have proved time and time again that they are neither interested in nor are they capable of governing, let alone reaching across the aisle, let alone compromising. I mean, look at what they've done since taking back the House in the midterms. One fraudulent investigation after another into Joe and Hunter Biden. You know, because that's the best remedy for high gas prices, inflation, and the border issue they claim to care so much about. They don't. They only care about any issue they can use as a battering ram against the Biden administration. And sadly, that's all their constituents demand. And I've often wondered, how exactly do you work with people who participated in a conspiracy to overturn a free and fair election and end the American experiment? Why would you want to work with these people? And keep in mind, this new Democratic Attorney General, Chris Mays, was just elected in November of last year, 2022. Her predecessor, Mark Burnovich, a Republican, would not investigate the fake electors. Instead, he had his office spend more than 10,000 hours looking into QOP claims of voting irregularities and illegal voting. And he failed in every regard. And get this, when the summary prepared by then-Attorney General Brnovich's special investigation section showed they had found nothing that backed up the QOP's fraudulent election claims, Brnovich did not make that information public. Which brings us to this past Friday, when a story on KTVK Channel 13 in Phoenix carried the headline, quote, Arizona AG announces robust investigation into fake electors, end quote. And for those of you who buy Trump's lie that CNN is fake news, I'm going to let you watch this report CNN did on this now Arizona fake electors conspiracy just last week. They did this report either right before or right after this story became public that it had become a robust investigation. This is what you call legitimate boots-on-the-ground reporting. This is what Donald Trump and his brain-dead MAGA cult base call fake news. In the real world, we call this impressive. This is the kind of reporting that wins Pulitzers. And we'll hear from Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays in this report as well. And just so you're aware, I had to break this up into two segments as the original was too large a file for the streaming service we use to broadcast the show on social media. Here it is. At a rally for the 2024 U.S. Senate race... 
Arizona candidate Carrie Lake. I'm not going to let a guy who's trying to imprison his political opponent call me or you a threat to democracy. One of the country's top spreader of lies about the 2020 election results. God bless State 48. We find in her crowd Arizona State Senator Anthony Kern. Hello, Mr. Kern. Hi, good to Young see you. Young Law from CNN. Hi. You may not recognize Kern at first glance. But this is him here at the signing, a video tweeted by the Arizona Republican Party on December 14th, 2020, when 11 fake electors gathered weeks after the 2020 election to sign this document claiming to be duly elected and qualified to cast Arizona's 11 electoral votes for Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida, number of votes 11. But Trump lost Arizona in 2020. We are taking it very seriously. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays wants to know more about these fake electors. We are in the middle of our investigation. Um, we have multiple investigators and attorneys assigned to it, and we're going to do a professional job. Sounds fairly robust. It's robust. It's a serious matter. Back to Anthony Kern, who signed the fake elector document. Can you tell me a little bit about I can, you signing that? Yeah, we can probably talk. Yeah. Someday. But what Maybe about now? At every major turn of Arizona's 2020 election lie, you can spot him. The guy back there, that's Kern. This is a so-called election integrity hearing held by state Republicans on November 30th, 2020, fashioned to look like an official hearing. It's not. Hell yeah, get on the ground! Weeks later, on January 6th, Kern traveled to the U.S. Capitol. In D.C. supporting Trump, he tweeted, where he was pictured in a restricted area of the Capitol steps during the riot. There's no indication he was violent or entered the Capitol, and he has not been charged in connection with January 6th. Later in 2021, as Arizona's most populous county, Maricopa, hand-counted all of his 2020 ballots in a partisan-led failed attempt to overturn the state election results, Anthony Kern was there again, counting ballots. We wanted to ask State Senator Kern about how all this began. Can we talk about whether you knew that that was a lie, that document? Why do you, why do you think it's a lie? So do you believe that Trump still won in 2020 then? Why, why would you think alternate electors are a lie? So do you believe that Trump still won in 2020 then? Why, why would you think alternate electors are a lie? Arizona was among seven key swing states that saw fake electors sign documents to subvert the electoral college process. Prosecutors have filed charges against some of their fake electors in two states, Michigan and Georgia. Prosecutors Arizona's AG says she's speaking with. I have been in communication with both of those offices, and I'm not going to say any more than that. With the Department of Justice, are you in communication with the Department of Justice? Same, same answer. I've been, we have communicated uh, with those offices, and I'm not going to say any more than that. Have you spoken to the Department of Justice or the State Attorney General? About uh, I'm, the only the one I've spoken to is CNN. We contacted all of Arizona's 11 alternate electors. Lorraine Pellegrino, secretary of the fake electors. Hello. Hi, are you Lorraine? Yes. Hi, Lorraine. Um, my name is Kyung La. That's why I'm holding a microphone. Um, I'm a reporter from CNN. Okay, thank you. I was hoping that we could talk. She did not want to talk. You don't want to answer anything about the alternate electors, ma'am? Tyler Bauer, the COO of right-wing group Turning Point USA, ignored our calls and texts. Tyler Bauer. Bauer? Yeah. 
He is not here today. It's not in the office. But his spokesman immediately called us after we went to the office to say he has not spoken to the DOJ or Arizona's AG's office. I'm trying to reach Senator Hoffman. Is he available? The rest of the 11 did not return our calls. We did reach Samuel Moorhead, Gila County, Arizona Republican Party leader. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm fine. But I also know that I am in a position where it's not very prudent to talk to any member of the media for anything. Oh, okay. Arizona Attorney General Mays, a Democrat, says while she can't share too many details of her investigation, she said it is far-reaching. Does your investigation potentially reach to Donald Trump? So I'm not going to comment on that um, because that's uh, sort of a part of the investigation. I'm not going to uh, providing any sort of midstream updates on that. Um, we will see where the facts lead us. <laughs> now, was that not a detailed investigation and impressive reporting? And remember, it was just announced last Friday, not even a week ago, that this Arizona investigation had turned robust. You talk about jumping all over a story immediately with both feet. CNN was all over this like, well, ugly on an ape and stink on a skunk. And so... That leaves Nevada, which is the reason I decided to lead with this fake elector story today. Big Bad John and I have had many discussions regarding the Nevada fake electors. It seems our irritation and persistence might be paying off. A story, not locally, but on Politico, carried the headline, quote, Nevada Attorney General is investigating false electors who added Trump in 20, who aided Trump in 2020. End quote. Although I kind of like this same headline, but on NBC's site. Same headline. Nevada Attorney General is investigating fake electors who aided Trump in 2020 election. Look at that. That slob, Michael McDonald, is the chairman of the Nevada QOP. I mean, he does know you don't have to pull into every fast food joint he passes, right? Either that or he's decided to hold, the, hold true to QOP values and not have an abortion. Seriously, this guy's stomach arrives 20 minutes before he does. I will say this, he's got a lot of guts. This guy by himself is a family of four. He gets a family group insurance discount all by himself. Even his house has stretch marks. Hey, Michael, salad tastes good. When Michael steps on a weigh scale, a little note pops up that says, sorry, we don't do livestock. Michael's so fat during the pandemic, he could socially distance from himself. His hips are no longer in the same time zone, and when they talk to each other, it's a long-distance call. The first French word Michael learned was buffet. His bathtub overflows when there's no water in it. When Michael goes camping, bears hide their food. When he goes to a zoo, elephants feed him peanuts. On boiling hot summer Vegas days, he rents his body out as shade. When he goes to a ball game, he sits next to everyone. 
the upside of being this big, no one will ever try and kidnap him. He was once attacked by flesh-eating bacteria. They died from exhaustion. He took his shorts in to be laundered, and the clerk said, Sorry, we don't do tents. What do we want? A cure for obesity. When do we want it? Right after lunch. In any event, let me read from the political story. Quote, The Attorney General of Nevada is quietly investigating Republican activists and operatives who falsely pledged the state's six electoral votes to Donald Trump in 2020, despite Joe Biden's victory in the state. In recent weeks, investigators have questioned witnesses about the attempts of the so-called alternate electors to present themselves as viable representatives of the state's voters, according to three people familiar with the probe. Investigators have also asked about documents these people prepared as part of the effort. The probe, which until now has not been publicly reported, is the latest sign of potential legal jeopardy for the Republicans who, amid Trump's bid to cling to power, posed as electors in states that Biden won. False electors in Georgia and Michigan are already facing criminal charges, and an investigation is underway in Arizona. In Nevada, six Republicans, including state GOP Chair Michael McDonald, signed fake certificates on December 14, 2020, falsely declaring themselves to be the state's duly appointed electoral college representatives. Trump and his allies then invoked that slate of false electors, as well as similar slates in six other states, as they tried to block Congress's certification of the election results on January the 6th, 2021. Joe Gloria, who was Clark County Registrar of Voters when Trump's allies in Nevada tried to reverse the election, told Politico that a state investigator asked him questions earlier this month about the fake elector scheme. Another person who was questioned and who was granted anonymity to discuss the sensitive probe also said investigators asked for details about the fake electors and documents they prepared. And a third person briefed on the probe, also granted anonymity because of its sensitivity, confirmed it is active. Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford, a Democrat, declined to comment through a spokesperson. Of the six Nevada false electors, four did not respond to requests for comment, one declined to comment, and one could not be reached. End quote. And I can confirm the first part of that sentence. As soon as I learned of this story, I hopped on the phone. I called Aaron's office to request an interview today. His spokesperson, John, told me the same, that they weren't yet commenting on the story. I told him I figured that after I read the story, but I thought it might be different for me because I was special. That didn't work. John laughed and told me he'd call me if and when Aaron is ready to comment. So we'll see. Now let me switch to a bit from the NBC story. Quote, Several Nevada fake electors have appeared before a criminal grand jury investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. 
That includes Nevada GOP State Party Chair Michael McDonald and Vice Chair Jim DeGraffenried. One of the people with knowledge of the investigation said of Attorney General Ford, quote, is he actively investigating this? 100%, end quote. So, this is certainly a change from what Aaron said six months ago. Also new tonight, Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford says his office will not bring charges against alleged Republican false electors in the aftermath of the 2020 election. He says he's barred from doing so by current state policy. As you know, I have been silent on Nevada's fake electors, except to say that the matter was on our radar. With it on our radar, we ascertained that current state statutes did not directly address the conduct in question to the dismay of some and I'm sure to the delight of others. Well, in response now, the attorney general is asking lawmakers to pass Senate Bill 133. The legislation would prohibit and create penalties for a person who creates or serves in a false slate of presidential electors. It would also prohibit the state or local governments from hiring someone convicted of doing so. The hearing on the bill closed yesterday afternoon with many people coming forward both for and against it. It's not clear when lawmakers will discuss it next. But assuming this story is true, and I fully believe it is, I know the political reporter who reported it. Her name is Betsy Woodruff, and she is a source I trust implicitly. And for anyone who remembers the blockbuster interview Jonathan Swan did with the orange cockroach back in July of 2020, first, it was one of the few times that a journalist actually held Trump's feet to the fire. Add to that, some of the faces Swan made during that interview were turned into memes. We're showing one of them right now. Second, Swan won an Emmy for that interview, and deservedly so. Third, in 2019, Jonathan Swan married Betsy Woodruff. The more you know. And just to wrap this up, I personally think that all fake electors here in Nevada and the other six states should all be awarded an all-expenses-paid 20-year vacation to Guantanamo. In my view, these fake electors are no better or different than the traitors who attacked the Capitol on January 6th. They may have been less violent. The intent was the same. This is how you drain the swamp. You lock them up. One quick thing I had for yesterday I didn't get to. We were discussing this horribly broken QOP. Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy elbowing one member of his caucus in the back in his kidney, shoving another member of his caucus. And then we watched the disgraceful display in a Senate hearing between Mark Wayne, John Boy, Bubba Blue Mullen of Oklahoma and the president of the Teamsters Union, Sean O'Brien. And the overall takeaway was this was just another example of the QOP's belief that physical violence is now an acceptable means to political ends, even biting, at least according to the aforementioned MOOC, MOOC Wayne Mullen. Why you should train jujitsu is because even if you lose a fight, you want to make sure the other guy will never want to fight you ever Absolutely. again because it's kind Absolutely. of a win-win at that point. But yeah. we need to move from an almost and By fight. the way, I'm not afraid of biting. I will bite. Biting? Uh, well, I'll, I'll I mean, bite. Yeah. I mean, a fight, I'm going to bite. I'll, I'll do anything. I mean, I'm not above it. And I don't care where I bite, by the way. 
It just is going to be a bite. Wow. It takes true courage to go on television and say that for a righteous cause, you're willing to munch on junk. Good for you, Mark Wayne Mullen. You go ahead. For the Republic, you snap into a slam jam. Whoa. <laughs> this is real. This is, a, this is our country. This is our country. There you go. You try understanding that, sir. At the end of the day, Mullen explained that this is exactly what he was sent to Washington to do. I mean, what did people want me to do? If I didn't do that, people in Oklahoma would be pretty upset at me. That's not how we <laughs> raise. I'm supposed to represent Oklahoma values. Yes, who can forget the Oklahoma State motto, no mercy, bite his sack. <laughs> Awesome. And speaking of horribly broken, Marjorie Trader Trash Eight Toes Green attempt to impeach any Democrat with a vowel in his name took another hit on Tuesday. Eight of her fellow Republicans voted against her attempt to impeach Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas. That led to MTG actually blurting out the truth. Not only that, if you listen to what she says, it kind of sounds like she's describing herself. Republican voters across the country are sick and tired of Republicans because they never do anything. Republicans go out on the campaign trail and go on TV and do their five-minute hearing videos and, and post up on social media and say all this garbage. I feel like many of the American people that think that Republicans in Congress completely fail them. I feel the same way, and I'm a Republican member of Congress. Yes, MTG, to our eternal shame, you are indeed a member of Congress. And of course, she's chastising her fellow Republicans for going on TV and getting their social media videos while she's on TV getting a social media video. The one thing I'll say that, I don't know, might go in her favor, she's too stupid to know how stupid she is. And I believe that she believes her own bile 100%. With so many of them, I think it's just an act. But with MTG, I'm pretty much convinced she's a true believer. I wonder if I could get her on the show and how much of a dumpster fire that would be. What do you think? Should we try and get MTG on as a guest? That could be fun. Now we'll hear how one chap on Twitter feels about the shameless harpy fishwife, MTG. Republican voters across the country are sick and tired of Republicans because they never do anything. Yeah, including you. Marjorie Taylor Greene represents District 14 in Georgia. It's a district that is mostly rural. What have you done for your constituents? While I looked at what she's done, putting a resolution forward to censure Rashida Tlaib, putting another resolution to censure Rashida Tlaib, put forth a resolution to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, impeach Joseph Biden without any cause, put a resolution forward to impeach Merrick Garland, a resolution to impeach the director of the FBI, co-sponsored a resolution to make oral contraceptives even harder to get, a bill to stop teaching actual history. A bill to abolish the Department of Education. Essentially, Marjorie, you've done nothing for your constituents. And in doing nothing, you've been making $174,000 a year. And if that wasn't bad enough, you took backlash from your fellow Republicans because you said your salary was too low. Meanwhile, President Biden actually announced over $5 billion to support rural communities. You know, the community that you serve. 
And in that, there was $1.1 billion in investments in rural American infrastructure, $2 billion in investments to partner with rural communities to create jobs and support rural-led economic development, and so on. You know, the bill that you also voted against, and not only did you say that you were going to vote against it, you said you would fund the primary challengers of anybody who was in the Republican Party who also voted for it. Essentially, she's a waste of taxpayer dollars. Her time is coming up in this 2024 election, and we should vote her out. Two two one seven two eight three is our call in number here at the station, folks. If you want to chat on the radio, that's seven zero two 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 one S A V E or two two one save. And I'm sorry, pretty much everybody in this completely dysfunctional, incompetent, and worthless QOP either needs to be swept out of the room or just flush down the toilet. Which is actually more apropos, considering what you usually flush down the toilet. This party is irreparably broken and foobard. It is incapable of governing, incapable of telling the truth. There are no adults, adults in the room, just a bunch of petulant, entitled children, and it all just needs to be burned to the ground and a new one started. And get this. I received one of the many QOP emails I do on a daily basis yesterday, and I got one that said how the country was going to hell in a handbasket, of course, and then it said what this country needs is Republican leadership. Republican leadership? What is that? These ass clowns can't govern themselves, let alone an entire country. Again, 221-7283 is our caller number here at the station, folks. 702-221-SAVE. We charge to the phones now with vim and vigor, and we'll start with our resident psychologist, Carl. You're first. Thanks for calling. Hey, hey, guy, guy. hey Carl. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm going to be real qu- oh, I'm pretty good. I'm going to be pretty quick. I'm That's what take your wife says. Seconds. I w- <laughs> Once a year. Yeah, she said that. She said anyway, that too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, I was kind of hurt yesterday, very much hurt when I heard JD say that none of my jokes were okay. I know, and, wasn't uh, that rude? I, I get that. Yes, I was very hurt, and I'm going to tell uh, right now. I'm going to take a real quick few seconds and and give you the biggest joke on radio that's ever been heard on radio. Okay, we're ready, JD. Carl. We're ready. Let me give you a drum JD. roll. Okay. Carl. The biggest joke ever heard on radio is J.D. <laughs> Ooh, you kind of proved he had a point there, Carl. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is the biggest joke heard on radio, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I get it. But but see, that's too close to the truth to be funny. I mean, most good comedy has to have its roots in the truth, but you can't be too truthful or the comedy gets lost. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. You... You know, uh, that's true. There's nothing. Well, there is truth in JD being the biggest joke on radio. That, what can, what else can I tell you? But there's that's, too much uh, truth for it to be funny. Yeah. And also, uh, the, uh, uh, Republican party is very slowly, but surely completely destroying itself from within. If you notice, uh, if anybody who's a Republican is listening, they're completely destroying themselves, eating themselves up from within. The Democratic Party isn't doing that, but the Republicans are yep. by by going after each other 
and eating each other up. I mean, you just mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene a minute ago. Right. Uh, she's, without a doubt, uh, has a, the biggest mental case that there is. She's completely mentally gone. I mean, this woman is very sick. And this is the kind of people who the Republicans want running their uh, affairs. I know. That, that's, you, that's the whole thing, Carl. There's no question that Marjorie Taylor Greene is what they say out there. And yet she was yeah. out there for two years and was reelected last November by 31 points. This Again, is what a lot of the QOP base wants. Nutcase. Yeah, she's, ex she's extremely mentally ill. I mean, if you just listen to her, she doesn't have to be examined. You just listen to her from the beginning from the, from the first time I heard. You remember when she said the Jew, when they have the big forest fires in California? These are started by Jews sending laser beams from outer space. Yeah, Jewish space I mean, lasers. What, 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 yeah, I mean, what... Anybody, you, you, how do you not know that she's mentally ill? You know, it's well, a shame. Unfortunately, anyway, unfortunately yeah. she's a conspiracy theorist, and that's where a good portion of the QO base, QOP base also yeah. is. Well, that's what's happening to the Republican Party. Yeah. They're becoming a complete conspiracy. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's, Alex, I feel sorry for him. Alex Jones once said on his show, when he saw how far the QOP was moving in his direction as opposed to away from him, he said on his show, my work is done. <laughs> and, and he's right. Yeah. Well, then he must be a Democrat because he wanted to destroy the Republican Party then. Because that's what he's doing. Yeah, except that he doesn't see that as destruction. Yeah. It's you know, a shame. Anyway. That's normal but, in Alex uh, Jones' world. Yeah. Oh, that's another sick man, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let uh, get off. Uh, maybe J.D. will call in and, <laughs> and laugh at my joke. <laughs> well, I, okay, I suppose take... that could happen. We'll see. Hey, Carl, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Okay, take care. You do the same. <laughs> 221-7283 is our call number here at the station bus. That's area code 702-221-SAVE. And now to get a response from the aforementioned subject of said joke from our resident psychologist, we have J.D. You're next. Thanks for calling. You got me. I could hardly hear you. Well, some people would say that's a blessing. Pardon me? I said some people would say that's a blessing. He said he can't hear me. But can you hear me? Oh, I hear you fine. That's not well, such a blessing. I just have to say to our good buddy Carl, he's making me think a Henny Youngman was funny <laughs> with his jokes. He better get a new, as I said yesterday, a new joke writer, and maybe he could analyze Biden, a mental competence like he used to uh, uh, analyze Trump every time he called. But I, uh, I, I want to call something else about something else. I find it very rich that Attorney General Ford is going after these six individuals who is a four-time convicted felon when he was in college, and he is now the top cop after committing four felonies in Texas and also steering a $270 million law verdict, a suit, to his former a law uh, company that he worked for. Okay, now that you've said that, and I didn't interrupt, what's your point? 
I think I made my point. No, I, you didn't. No, you say. didn't. You pointed out stuff that happened in Aaron Ford's past. He that's in the past. He's now been elected our attorney general. It's 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 been reported yeah, that he's I, going I, after I, these I, fake I, electors. So what's your point that he shouldn't go after those electors? Uh, we have an attorney general with four for four felonies. Okay, and. And that person that was elected. That person obviously convinced enough people that was in his past that he was elected. So what's your point? Uh, enough, enough uninformed uh, union, uh, culinary union uh, election workers to vote automatically for every Democrat. Huh? Yeah. Well. J.D., I, I don't know where you're trying to deflect to. Well, I got nothing else to say. I'll let John J.D., you haven't had anything to say yet. Else. You made your case about Aaron Ford. My point is, so what? What's your point? Okay. So, so now everybody that's listening to your radio station knows that Aaron Ford was a four-time felon. And? Convicted. And? And convicted. And how many times in Aaron Ford's past did he try to destroy the American experiment and overturn an election? Well, he tried to destroy cars and things that he stole things from. Uh, oh, gee, well, uh, that, that puts him right <laughs> up there. He should be indicted before Trump, right? I, I, you have a nice weekend, buddy. That's enough for today for me. Thank you. But the get weekend doesn't else. start for two more days. But I appreciate it. Some, Maybe I'll take tomorrow else. off on your advice. I appreciate it. Okay. Further to what J.D. said. So what? What's the point? Aaron, Aaron has a past. Guess what? We all have a past. That past was known to voters when they voted him to be our attorney general. So the question is, what's your point? That he is not qualified to investigate these fake electors? Oh, hell yes, he is. He was elected by the people of Nevada. That gives him the right, that gives him the duty to investigate and hopefully lock up, pr prosecute and lock these criminals up. I mean, again, J.D., I hate to sound like a broken record, but when you do, you don't leave me a lot of choice. What you offered is another false equivalence. It sounded like you were trying to defend the Nevada fake electors by throwing shade at Aaron Ford. And number one, it's not going to work because the people voted him in. Number two, it doesn't excuse what the fake electors did. And that's what you always omit. You always omit what your side did. When you bring up the BLM protests and try to make the false equivalence between that and January 6th, you never mention January 6th itself. Anyhow, I hope Aaron follows through on this. It sounds like he is, and I hope I hear back from his spokesperson, and hopefully we can get him on the show, hopefully, to break some news. That would be cool. 221-7283 is our caller number here at the station, folks. 702 221 S-A-V-E. Big Bad John, you are next. Thanks for calling. Hey, Doug. Hey, John. Oh, by the way, hey, by the way, John, I spoke to Nicole, Yo. and she's thinking of having me uh, invite you over for dinner this weekend. Oh, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, J.D., I, can't, I still can't get over the fact you called my girlfriend... Uh, I forget. Renegade whore for money or something like that. That's just terrible. I mean, but how, Katie, I how dare he? I know. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's oh. the whole concept. Of the John, John, hold on yep. a second. It, normally, I don't take calls during the show, but it's from Nicole. Hold on. Oh, 
Hey, sweetie, what's up? Oh, you heard? Yeah. Yeah, I just thought. But you said you. Nicole, I'm better looking. Okay. Call me, Nicole. I'm more handsome. Well, well, I guess I can't argue with that. Okay, sweetie, have a good show. I'll see you when you're done. John, that was Nicole. For some reason, she's retracting the dinner invite for this weekend. She says she just wants to spend quality time with me. Oh, you're killing me, Doug. You're killing me. <laughs> but anyway, J.D., I hope you're sitting down because uh, I agree with you on Aaron Ford. Uh, I-, I didn't know about his past, and I just, while you were talking, I just jumped on. It sounds like little ticky-tacky stuff when he was in college. So, But I think he's a lightweight. I think he's a wuss. Uh, I think he, uh, as a lawyer, he tried to set himself up uh, to, to get the fake electors. He wanted the state to pass a specific piece of legislation to address it, and Lombardo vetoed it. Um, and so what? As a lawyer, that's uh, you You got to find another way to, to get the ball over the goal line. So um, I have sent hundreds of nasty tweets out into the Twitterverse, calling Aaron Ford a, a weakling, a lightweight and if you follow his Twitter account, it's pathetic. It's, oh, I had a meeting at the grocery store, and you look at the pictures, and like 10 people showed up. So uh, I'm glad he's finally doing something. Um, it's absolutely outrageous that Michael McDonald is still allowed to do what he's doing. Uh, you know, part of punishment is to, is to act as a deterrent. And, and if you do not bring charges against this, you are a weak and feckless coward Aaron Ford we all know what you're trying to do. You're trying to follow the Kevin Cortez Masto path. You're trying to lay low, be public, mm-hmm. post these nice family pictures on your Twitter, and hopefully you uh, fall into a Senate seat. It ain't going to happen if Michael McDonald and that fat pig uh, Michelle Fiore are still out there uh, uh, applying their evil in the in the political universe of Nevada. It's absolutely a disgrace. So, um J.D., I agree with you for different reasons, but Aaron Ford is a lightweight, and he needs to be removed from office. Hey, John, I appreciate you checking in, buddy. One one other thing. Ah. So, J.D., a, 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 a complete rational inference from what you said is if you have four felonies, you should be disqualified from public office, right? That's the, the reference. The, that's the, uh, uh, the, 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 the conclusion you could logic. Yo. Still there? Yeah, oh yeah. I thought we lost you. You just stopped talking. Oh no, that's the that's the logical conclusion you can make from JD's call. He has four felonies, so you 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 uh, you muddied up his reputation perfectly. Um, but it, the the inference one could draw from that is that if you have four felonies, you shouldn't be allowed to, to uh, serve in public office. Let's just apply that same standard to the orange fraud, JD. Because that schmuck, that fraud has 91 felonies charges against him. So when he's convicted of at least four, he should be unqualified for office. Right, J.D.? Be consistent. See you, John. Okay, see you. Hey, take care. 221-7283 is our caller number here at the station, folks. 702-221-SAVE. Let's head back to the phones and talk to Armando. You're next. Thanks for calling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doug, look, uh, I know you, you like these uh, F1 cars, okay? I, I do. do, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, when I was a kid, you know, uh, drag racing and all that kind of stuff. I used to love that. And all I had was magazines uh, <clears throat> to uh, read about it. But anyway, I, uh, an article in the uh, Review Journal says 
there are some simulator, simulating or simulator uh, machines with the cars. Even the race car drivers use it. And I think it's at the uh, at the win. And okay, so uh, <clears throat> if uh, if you want to try it, uh, 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 if you do, uh, do you think you're going to do that? I don't know. This is the first time hearing of it. There's a simulator that the public can use? Yeah, at the win. Wow. Okay, and then, and if you do it, like, uh, tomorrow, or I think the race ends on Saturday. Yep. And find out how you can get there. Avoid the traffic. And, uh, yeah, and if you do it, uh, and then you announce you did it, uh, uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah, I think the only way you would be able to get to the win, although I don't know what it's going to be like up until 5 p.m., but after 5 p.m., I imagine you'd have to park at, like, Resorts World and walk. Because they're uh, going to be I don't know. I don't know. You just uh, try to find out. And, uh, uh, I think uh, your colleague, uh, Brian, he knows how to do all that stuff. Well, Brian's not a big F1 fan. And no, actually, but uh, he knows the, the routes and uh, how he would do it if he wanted to go on a bridge and, you know, look for free. <laughs> I, I get your point, Armando. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's it. That's, 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 that's my interest in that kind of thing. Yeah. I would like you to go and do that. Well, it sounds like something I'd like to check out. I probably, I think if that's what the wind has, a simulator where... The public can go and, you know, almost like a ride, you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be. That, I mean, yeah, and I, I, I would think a, I would have a car in there. I would think that's something they should keep going year round, not just while F one is here. Yeah, I think this is era back in the nineties. Uh, they had some kind of deal like that. Uh, they had cars, but uh, I was afraid to get on the damn things. And oh shit, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know. I can drive two hundred yeah. miles an hour over here. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you calling, Armando. You take care, buddy. Hey, Later. folks, it, it's it's funny because I do like the Formula One cars. My entire life, I have never been a car racing fan ever. I knew nothing about car racing. I never watched NASCAR. I didn't know any. I know I knew even less about Formula One. But then somebody had me watch this series on Netflix, Drive to Survive. And I thought, okay, I'll watch a couple of episodes, see what I can learn. I ended up binge-watching all 50. It was so well done and so interesting. You learn about the aerodynamics of the car, and I just became fascinated with the cars. I've told you before, they cost in the neighborhood of 13 to $15 million. $10 million of that alone is on the engine. Basically, they're little airplanes, and the aerodynamics are, are designed as much to keep them on the ground as it is to allow them to take right-hand turns at 100 miles an hour. I just found it fascinating. Gee, I wish I knew what that meant. <laughs> oh, 30? <laughs> Justin's got all these signals. They're radio signals. I don't know what they mean. Anyhow, what it does mean is that I got to get out of here, folks. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you calling. The website again, DougBasham.com. My email, Doug at DougBasham.com. We will do this all over again tomorrow, hopefully with you. Until then, take care.